Hello and welcome to the Union Bank of Nigeria FY 2018 Analyst and Investor Conference Call. Throughout the call, all participants will be in listen-only mode and afterwards there will be a question and answer session. Just to remind you, this conference call is being recorded. Today, I am pleased to present Emeka Imua. Please go ahead with your meeting. Thank you very much uh, and welcome all to our uh, results presentation for 2018. Uh, first time this year, so Happy New Year. You have um, the deck, uh, which slide three just talks about uh, what Union Bank is at a glance, uh, number of people, number of customers, uh, our channels, our ratings, our social engagement, and our awards during uh, the course of the year. I'll go straight to our, or the operating environment and talk a little bit about what's happening in the Nigerian economy. Essentially, in 2018 and coming through to early 19, inflation is down to 11.3%. Uh, it has been gradually coming down since uh, last year. Uh, the GDP growth in Q4 at two point, almost 2.4% uh, is has been rising uh, during the course of last year. I think the ex I believe the expectation for this year is about 2.2, 2.3, depending on who uh, you speak to. External reserves are up at 44.1 uh, billion, and the price of bonded light uh, did go up to 67 and a half dollars per barrel as of uh, the end of uh, 31st uh, March 2019. On the regulatory side. Uh, the last uh, monetary policy uh, committee meeting, uh, NPR was reduced, reduced by 0.5% to 13.5%, uh, with CR and liquidity ratios remaining unchanged. Um, the CBN, one of the things that has happened is CBN increased the minimum capital for microfinance banks in Nigeria. On the socioeconomic side, minimum wage of 30,000 expected, uh, uh, minimum wage of 30,000 is expected to increase consumer spending. Uh, we expect increasing uh, mobile and internet penetration to drive uh, consumer engagement. And on the political front, uh, everybody knows President Buhari uh, has won a second term, so we're all looking forward to seeing um, what the constitution of the new cabinet uh, will be, how things uh, will progress going into uh, the second half of 2019. Seven is the trail. Uh, demonstration of uh, what we talked about. Uh, exchange rates, in particular, exchange rates have been stable, and they remain stable. There's been a degree of convergence between the parallel and the I and uh, E uh, FX rates, and that has held uh, uh, quite a bit and continues to hold. We have increased uh, investor flows uh, in the recent past, uh, just as uh, elections were uh, coming to a close. So there, there has been uh, stability in the exchange market, and that's expected largest to be the case uh, for some time to come. I'll talk a bit about Union Bank in going from slide nine. And I'll recap our ambitions. Our ambitions have been, still are, to, to be Nigeria's most reliable and trusted banking partner, a leader in retail and transaction banking, uh, and a leader in citizenship, sustainability, and innovation. What are our priorities? Digital and automation service and product innovation, operational efficiency, ecosystems, leveraging ecosystems for value creation and growth, and enabling Nigeria's success in the areas of education, technology, 
women and SMEs. In 2018, our focus and our achievements have been uh, shown on slide 10. On the risk management front, uh, which where we saw uh, some of our biggest uh, successes, we optimized our loan portfolio, which should lead to uh, more uh, predictable uh, earnings growth, which is basically resolved uh, uh, loans uh, on our books that were strained, and we can now uh, better predict our earnings as we go. On service and product innovation, uh, we launched a robotics uh, process automation, uh, industry le leading to deliver efficiency operations. We're already starting to see the impact of that. Uh, debt capital markets, uh, our DB bond was 165% subscribed as we diversify our funding base and continue to make focus on mining opportunities in education, technology, uh, and trade to create uh, value. Our brand, we continue to invest in our brand and our brand continues to get recognition. Enabling success uh, was the most viewed Nigerian ad on YouTube in 2018. Slide 11, you can see our, how our digital footprint uh, is uh, functioning. It's improved. 96% of our transaction volumes are on those four uh, channels, mobile, online, POS, and ATMs. We increased the number of active mobile users by 30% from a million to 1.3. The number of ATMs, our ATM footprint expanded uh, by 150, 16, which was 16%. Our active online users uh, also uh, increased by 77%, whilst our active uh, POS, POSs increased by 13%. When we look at <clears throat> our businesses, we see strong business dependencies and our businesses are beginning more and more to work uh, as uh, one. Now on the retail side, we had 68% increase in new to bank accounts year on year and 342% growth in new loans year on year. On the commercial front, we introduced Edu360 to facilitate development in the education center. Basically, what we've done is we've provided a platform uh, to engage all the education stakeholders with their students, teachers, uh, education providers um, to come together and where we are able to also provide the service to that entire uh, ecosystem. We've seen 27% growth in deposits. We launched Union360, which is an enterprise online payment solution. On the Treasury front, as I mentioned earlier, we issued our first local currency bond with uh, three and seven year tenors. And on the corporate side, we launched the first local LC proposition in the market. So even as um, trade, import trade uh, has reduced somewhat over time, our focus has been on how do we intermediate uh, domestic uh, trade, because trade is one of the centerpieces of what uh, we do. Uh, we've seen depo deposits on uh, growing year on year, which are largely driven by foreign currency and low-cost uh, local currency deposits. On slide 13, citizenship, sustainability, and innovation. Uh, we impact our community. We impact our environment. Education is an area of impact for us. Diversity and inclusion, and employee education engagement. Our group financial performance, and I know Joe, our CFO, will speak uh, in some more uh, detail to that. Our gross earnings are 
were down um, 11%. Net revenue uh, after impairments were up uh, 16.8%, and our profit before tax was up 32.6%. The balance sheet grew, our customer deposits uh, grew by 7%, whereas our loan book did shrink uh, by 7%. Uh, return on tangible equity was up to 9.6% and return on assets up by 1.3%. Uh, uh, car slightly down, 167 to 16.4%. The area that uh, we are focused on uh, working, uh, especially in 2019, and we'll speak to that a little bit more than some of the initiatives that we've launched, is uh, our cost income ratio. That did go up to 80, almost 83%, uh, which is uh, higher than uh, we're, we're comfortable with, but it's a combination of um, the uh, reduced earnings and some of the cost elements uh, that uh, went up. Um, some of those increase include our investments in technology that are beginning. We're beginning to um, uh, bear the depreciation impact. And so, what we have to do that, what we expect to do that, is now starting the productivity that will come out of those uh, uh, investments. And very sure. That's, uh, in our, our minds, the, the big um, uh, change between 2017 and 2018. Uh, we brought it down from 20.8% to 8.1%. We resolved um, most, uh, essentially, um, the, the large uh, loans that were problematic, some with uh, the fully provided, written them off, uh, some we've collected. So very aggressive collection effort. Um, cleanup uh, effort that has resulted in these uh, uh, improved um, NPL ratios. So what we have now is a balance sheet uh, that uh, uh, is, if you will, uh, lighter, cleaner, and um, therefore we're able to now better predict our, our earnings. What I'll do is let me hand over to Joe to speak to some of the uh, details in terms of our financial performance and then um, We'll, I'll come back after that. Yeah, thanks, Emeka. Um, slide 16. Um, basically, gross earnings declined 11% on the back of a reduction in interest income, um, given the reduction in our loan portfolio um, due to the resolution of some significant loans. Um, we see an increase of 43% in the net interest income after impairment. Um, Interest expense actually went down in 2018 versus 2017, uh, which is a good trend. Uh, we also see um, significant reduction in impairment. So a combination of those three um, items uh, has led to an increase of 43% in net interest income after impairment. And on interest income went down 11%. Um, we had a lower yield environment in 2018 as well as um, some other um, items that um, I will explain later. There's a slide for non-interest income. Uh, PBT went up 33%. Uh, customer deposits went up 7%. Uh, the good news here is that the, the cheaper deposits, uh, savings and current account, went up 14%, uh, leading to better low-cost deposit ratio. Uh, there's a slide that actually spells this out. Uh, gross loans, uh, Mecca had mentioned, went down 7% as we 
uh, resolved uh, some of the significant um, NPLs we had uh, the previous year. Uh, capital adequacy ratio went down uh, slightly to 16.4 percent. Uh, the net impact of um, the adoption of IFRS 9 and the resolution of the loans uh, we had mentioned earlier. On slide 17, uh, just to call out a few ratios, uh, the NPL ratio uh, for the bank went down from 20.8% in 17 to 8.1% in 18 as we resolved those significant NPLs. Um, the, at the bottom, the net interest margin went down. Um, this is on the back of the reduced interest income. Um, even though we saw a reduced interest expense, the reduction in interest income actually um, outweighs the interest expense reduction. Cost to income ratio, Emeka had mentioned, is a combination of reduced interest income and higher expenses. I will talk to that later. On slide 18, um, looking uh, deeper into the earnings uh, bucket, we see on the right-hand side a breakdown of the non-interest income. Um, there was a reduction overall by 11%, but we want to call out the fact that fees and commission actually went up 14%, and that is on the back of a doubling of the e-business income, which goes to um, spell out the strength of our retail business. Uh, we had a reduction in the trading income and on the back of a lower yield environment in 2018 versus 2017. Um, operating expenses on slide 19, um, we saw an overall increase. Um, however, we had to make some adjustments in the compensation of our entry to mid-level employees to align with industry. We also had to maintain our transformed branches, so there was a slight increase in the cost of maintenance, and then the regulatory costs also um, increased um, significantly. The next slide, slide 20, deals with the funding mix. Here we see an improvement in our funding mix. Um, we successfully raised some debt capital in 2018 in Q4. I make I had mentioned that earlier. And we continue to see customer deposits um, be a dominant component of our funding mix. Um, on the left-hand side of this slide, we see the improvement in the low-cost deposit component of our customer deposits, uh, bringing our low-cost uh, deposit portion to 72% of our total deposits as against 67% in 2017. On slide 21, where we look at our loan portfolio, um, we continue to see a reduction in the FCY component of our loan portfolio from 51.3% to 50.3%. Um, we, from a loan segment, a segment perspective, we see the retail business increasingly contribute to our loan portfolio from 5% in 2017 to 7% in 2018, which is actually a 28% improvement in the, in the loan portfolio in the retail business. 
um, slide 22 uh, talks to the diversification effort we had promised the year before. We see a reduction in the oil and gas and the power and energy uh, proportion uh, for loan portfolio, while uh, the areas we are focused on, manufacturing, general commerce, and agriculture, um, are seeing um, increases as, as a contribution to our total loan portfolio. Um, I would, the NPL ratio on slide 23, uh, just a depiction of the segments that are contributed to the NPLs, we see an overall 65% reduction in the pool of NPLs, and um, basically across the board, see a reduction. But it's important to note that um, the recovery effort continues, so it's not enough to reduce the NPL. So it's a um, focused area for the bank. Um, I'll hand over to Mecca to uh, wrap up. Okay, well, uh, thank you. Um, as, we, as we look ahead, What are the areas that uh, we have uh, focused on? Certainly, uh, one is customer acquisition. We continue to uh, drive customer acquisition and uh, penetration through our um, channels and our products. Uh, diversify the loan portfolio. I think I think uh, Joe had mentioned uh, that, and align our risk risk assets with the priority sectors of the Nigerian economy: um, manufacturing, agriculture, um, basically areas where there is strong local demand um, for which there, there's an opportunity for uh, production and um, manufacturing and uh, value addition. We also continue to look at uh, emerging uh, segments. We plan to increase our lending to SMEs, uh, to women, uh, where we have, we have launched our, our alpha uh, proposition for women and to tech startups. Those are areas that we have focused on uh, in 2019 and going forward. The one big area is on cost. I talked about cost, that that is an area where we certainly uh, have some work to do. And we already started this work uh, earlier this year. We've launched a long-term uh, efficiency acceleration program, which we call LEAP, to drive cost efficiencies. Uh, and we'll be um, sharing how that is going uh, as, as the year uh, goes by. But, but basically, the, the, the essence is if you think about um, uh, a cost transformation uh, initiative, that's how we look at it, changes the way we look at cost, changes the way um, we think about uh, spending uh, money and um, how we can do uh, more uh, with less. We're also focused on digitization in particular. So we'll drive productivity and operational efficiency to our digital strategy. So all those, again, will flow into cost, but will also flow into uh, in realizing opportunities uh, that uh, exist in the market. So those are the things that we'll be focusing on uh, for 2019. From a guidance perspective on slide 26, if you take a look at slide 26, um, these are where we, we expect uh, to uh, see the C2019. Um, I would. This year has been an election year, so we'll see uh, how quickly, uh, shall I say, the, the macro engine uh, restarts. But so far, uh, indications are positive that on on the growth uh, front. 
Uh, we expect to uh, improve our, our PBT. Uh, we, we believe that that will be uh, the case. Uh, so we have a guidance on PBT. Uh, we have a gui uh, 19 and a half to 21 billion. We expect to grow our loan book by 10 to 12 percent, deposit growth by 12 to 15 percent. We intend to keep our NPR ratio under 8 percent. We'll bring it down further. Uh, ROE, uh, uh, we expect that to uh, tick upwards. Same with uh, our ROE uh, and our net interest uh, margins. Uh, the cost income uh, ratio, uh, we have a range there. And uh, what I'd say there is that the the higher end of the range probably more reflects um, a situation where a situation where uh, there's the revenue opportunities don't materialize as uh, fast because we'll, we're in a declining interest rate environment. We'll see how that. Uh, uh, works out uh, because we are quite comfortable about the absolute cost that we 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 do have them under control. We continue to bring them uh, down um, in in uh, 2019. So those those are the uh, guidance. I, I would I would say that by mid year uh, we'll we'll take stock uh, again. But uh, those that's what we set out uh, to uh, deliver for 2019. I think uh, with that. Uh, Thank you, and then we will take any questions and answers. Thank you. If you wish to ask a question, please press zero one on your telephone keypad. And if you wish to withdraw your question, you may do so by pressing zero two to cancel. There will be a brief pause while questions are being registered. Just to remind you, if you wish to ask a question, please press zero 01 on your telephone keypad now. There will be a further pause while questions are being registered. Okay, and our first question comes from the line of Oisi Ajayi from Maristem Securities. Please go ahead, your line is now open. Hello, Oisi Ajayi. You can now ask your question. Please go ahead. Hi. Hello? Yeah. Hello? We, we can't hear you. Hello? Oh, Anybody? Hello. Can you hear me? Now we can. Okay. Hi, Grafton. So please, um, I just got in on the conference call now, but I'd like you to speak on the extra impairment charges taken at a full year of what one billion, which led to the decline in retained earnings back to negative. Please repeat the question. Okay, so I noticed as a full year, for the um, adjustment on initial application of IFRS 9, you included, there was an additional 41 billion, which made your retained surplus go back to deficit. But we didn't notice that all through quarter one to three, but just two years. So please, can you explain that? Okay, um, at the beginning, we had an initial assessment of the impact of IFRS 9. 
But as the year went on, we had a more critical, forward-looking view, and um, the net result is what translated to the negative return earnings. So it was a more critical, forward-looking view. Okay, just to clarify, does that speak to the quality of the loan portfolio in general, or just prudency on your part? Well, it speaks to our view of the future as it regards to those specific loans, right? And um, we took a position and the consequence was what we saw. But we did speak about oh, okay. the quality of the portfolio much earlier. Yeah, and as you said, we joined a bit later. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from the line of Veronica Lua from AIM Investment Managers. Please go ahead. Your line is now open. Hi, good evening. This is Emmanuel from AIM Securities. Um, thanks for answering my questions, for taking my questions. So, uh, I don't know what has been done particularly to resolve um, the bank's non-performing loan. And also, you're guiding towards um, loan growth of about 10 to 12% over 2019. Uh, do you think and that's uh, achievable despite uh, your CR is just you know, just about um, 16%? And um, lastly, uh, what efforts is the bank uh, working on towards reducing uh, the high uh, cost of income right here? So let me uh, be sure I, uh, we got the questions right. One was on the cost to income ratio. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so we talked. So the, okay. We talked earlier on about uh, the initiative uh, uh, leap, where we are looking at our costs uh, differently. It's an initiative we already started at the beginning of the year, so we're we're already working on, um, if you will, changing the way one in which we incur costs, which is being much more um, aggressive about uh, those. And secondly, also looking at the existing costs and taking out costs that are not um, as productive as we would like uh, um, quite aggressively. We did say uh, during the, 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 the earlier part of the call that the cost area is the one uh, area that we are quite focused on for 2018. I'm oh, sorry, 2019, um, and that's why we've given the guidance. If you see the guidance that we've given, right, so we, we, the intention is to bring the costs uh, down. Oh, okay. Uh, there, there was the second question was NPR resolution. NPR, NPR resolution. Yes, what about? How, how, how would, uh, NPR resolution? Uh, yeah. Fairly straightforward. Um, if you look. Right from the beginning of the year, we've been. Uh, this is something that we've been uh, working on. So, essentially, two, maybe three things. One was uh, collecting very aggressively from uh, customers who had not uh, paid. So that brought down um, the stock of NPLs. Two, we also had some loans that had been fully provided, and uh, where we uh, took those off uh, the balance sheet, we wrote them off, so that further brought down uh, the level of uh, NPLs. 
the, the, as Joe had mentioned uh, earlier, the focus on recoveries and collections continues. Right? It does, the fact that we've brought it down, the NPR ratio down, doesn't mean that we even we stop trying to bring it down further or stop trying to collect, uh, uh, recover from uh, customers who have defaulted uh, in the past. Oh, okay. Last question. Yeah, you just do the last question which you had asked, and then we'll move on to the next, which is uh, the loan growth. How do we expect to deliver uh, 10 to 12% uh, loan growth? So is that from the perspective of uh, the opportunity? Yeah, so it's two ways. First is um, what sectors are you actually looking towards um, giving this loan to? And secondly, how actually would you think you can do this given that the bank's here is just about um, 60%? 60%. We're, we're comfortable uh, with the, the levels of car. Um, and remember that our balance sheet is quite uh, unleveraged. There will be opportunities for us to uh, if, if there's a need for incremental uh, car that we have room for for tier two uh, capital uh, raise, that's so that from a capacity perspective. Uh, but more importantly, from an opportunity perspective, one of the things I mentioned uh, when I was speaking earlier was one, uh, we will look at segments where the where Nigeria itself has a natural uh, advantage. So where there's demand in manufacturing, agriculture, and agriculture more related to uh, processing. Remember that there are approximately, well, 200 million or so people in Nigeria who have to be fed, who have to be housed, who have to be clothed, um, who consume. So businesses and sectors that cater to the needs of the majority of those people are areas that uh, will be uh, focused on. Naturally, there's still oil and gas, and there's still... uh, uh, your uh, regular areas, uh, but the, the bulk of what you'll see happening is in the manufacturing and agricultural area. Thanks very much. Sure. Thank you. And there doesn't seem to be any more questions at this time, so I'll hand the call back to you, Emeka, for your closing comments. Well, thank you very much um, for joining the call uh, today, and uh, we will see you or speak to you uh, next quarter. Thank you. Bye-bye. This now concludes our conference call. Thank you all for attending. You may now disconnect your lines.